podcast with everybody. Man, it has been way too long. And if you have forgotten, the purpose of this podcast is this. We are praying that this podcast would encourage and it would equip you to go out and make and multiply more followers of Jesus in the local church. Man, it is good to be back on. We've taken a hiatus because lots of things have happened over the last couple months. You know, we had Christmas. That was, you know, that sort of thing. And then, you know, this thing called the, you know, COVID Omicron thing just just wrecked havoc on our church for a couple of weeks. And then we had a baby. Um, so uh, it's been a little over a month since um, our daughter was born. And man, it has been a wild ride as a new dad of two. So you can uh, be praying for me for sure, because, man, it is uh, that transition is so difficult. But, hey, we're surviving. She's healthy. We're doing great. And so just, uh, man, it is just good to be able to get some content back out to you and just good for my own soul. It's always good for me just to kind of talk these topics out loud. Like a lot of times, you know, I, I work obviously by myself. You know, we don't have a massive staff here uh, at Multiply Church because we're church plant. It's a staff of one, really. I mean, there's technically other people on our staff. They just, um, I'm working, you know, through email. But um, this is good therapy for me because I'm able to talk this out and it's good for my sermons too. And so I can talk it out and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm really glad to be back and hope everybody is, um, man, just started this new year off. Well, it was just a rocky start for a lot of people because COVID was kind of making its rounds and man, just not, maybe not the start of the year that you wanted, but hey, you know, uh, we're in February now, so Hopefully things, some things have quieted down for you, but, um, man, I'm excited to, um, just get a bunch of new topics out to you. I'm, I'm wanting to continue our spiritual gifts, um, uh, podcast series that we're doing. And so you'll see those kind of pop out, um, every once and again, as I do research on it and all that and record. Uh, but today I wanted to kind of keep it simple. Keep it simple, I guess. I don't know if it's simple or not, but, um, is there something that kind of was stirring in my heart over the last couple of weeks? And to be honest, really the last couple of years. Um, and so I wanted just to do a, a quick short episode on, on some really important questions that every 20 year old, not 20 year old, um, everybody who's in their twenties, it doesn't have to be a 20 year old people who are in their twenties, <laughs> it really doesn't matter, but it just seems like in the, in, in those, in those pivotal years of being in your twenties, this is really important that you ask these questions, um, specifically of your faith, because, um, we, what we've learned here in our church, we're a really young church. Um, most of us are under 30 and God has really just blessed us with being able to walk alongside people who are trying to figure out what it looks like to follow Jesus and, uh, whether they want to follow Jesus or not. And so, I, you know, the, all, all this stuff that's, you know, I'm going to talk about has just been circulating in my heart and things I've been talking with people about. And I think it's just really important that we ask these questions of our heart. Um, so whether you're in your 20s or you're in your teens or even their 30s, I mean, any of these questions are good for anybody. But it mainly um, is gearing to those people who maybe have just come out of college, maybe still in college. Um, maybe you're a few years into your a big boy job now. You've started teaching for a year or a couple now, and you've just started that uh, nursing gig. And you're just entering in the workforce, and you're on your own. And this is kind of who I'm gearing towards, um, because these questions were so important for me um, in my late teen life, coming out of high school, going into college, coming out of college and then, you know, being, quote unquote, an adult. <laughs> I don't know when that really starts anymore. Um, these questions were so important to me. Um, so here, let's just start with this first question. So let me, let me back up before I get to the first question. Um, I think I think one thing that I would, you know 
tell everybody who is, you know, listening to this podcast is we're all on different, you know, um, spectrums of all these things. Like your, your journey towards Christ, um, wherever your journey is taking you right now, like we're all different seasons, different spots. And so maybe these questions will hit you differently in different spots. So as we kind of go through them, man, these are just good checkpoints in your own lives. So here's the first question that is so pivotal. I really was going to just do the whole podcast on this, but I think there's another question, a couple of questions to ask after it. But here's the question, um, and I think it's so important to ask, why do I believe what I believe? Now, I think sometimes this question scares adults and parents because we're so frightened that if our child asks this question, they are going to run away from Christ. And I think, I think we are assuming so much by thinking if they ask that question, they're going to run. One, you're minimizing the role of the spirit and you're making less of the power of God. When you assume that if, if your student or your college student or young professional adult child or whatever, if they're going to ask this question, they're going to go away from the faith, then maybe, maybe the God that you have been um, worshiping, the God that you've been painting this picture is maybe a little smaller than you, um, than really the Bible talks about. And so I think, man, if you're listening to this and you have older kids or man, maybe you're in this situation, don't assume that by asking this question that they're going to run away from their faith. Um, this is so important. I think every college student, every young adult, um, even adults, to be honest, we've, we, adults need to ask this question of themselves. Why do I believe what I believe? So why is this question so important? I think for a number of reasons. So if you're coming, if you're going into college, coming out of college, um, a young adult, this is important because what we have seen so many times, time and again, especially in our state, in our city, is that um, the faith of our parents become our faith. Now, I don't want to caution us because I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, right? Like, I think it's good, right? The scripture talks about this. Deuteronomy talks about this, that we should be teaching our kids, growing them up in the Lord, passing these things down, all of that. That's a great thing. We should be doing that. I pray that Nolan and Brooke uh, receive the lessons and that I give them from scripture and that they will one day follow Christ. So it's not bad that, you know, the faith that our parents have um, should be our faith. The problem is, is when that faith is not personal, and it's just, I am a Christian because my parents are Christians, or I go to church because my parents go to church, or I go to church because grandma does, or I go to church because da, 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 da. like, it's just, it's all just because they told me to do it. Or I believe this because this is what I've been taught. And so a great question that you need to ask your heart is why do I do this? Why do I go to church? Why do I follow Jesus? Now, is it potential you ask that question and you realize, man, I'm not sure I believe this. Now, you might be sitting there thinking that. Um, and the last thing I want you to do is, is to answer that question is, oh, I don't know if I believe this and then to run away from it. Um, what I would ask and encourage you and press you on is to ask that question and then dive into that question. Don't run away from the question. Dive into the question and say, okay, well, who is Jesus? Who is God? What is it? What is his character? What what is the local church? Like wh what is worship about? Like we, we, we don't ask these questions because we assume we know them. But I think when we drill down, at least in the conversations that I have with people, when we're when I'm talking to young adults, often what we find is and I even found this in my own heart early on, is that we don't have good answers to like what is worship? Who is God? What is baptism? What is salvation? Like 
those who have grown up in church, really honestly, if they've grown up in a good, solid church, should be able to answer these questions. And this is not a bash to those churches. I think these churches have been teaching them. I think our ears have been closed off to them because we make a lot of assumptions that we know it. And so that's why you see these light bulb moments a lot of times for college students and young adults of like, wow, like, I don't know if I've ever been taught that. It's like, well, you probably have been taught that. You probably just haven't made it personal for you. It never hits your heart. It was so intellectually driven. And so, uh, so many of it was just tradition passed down that you never really just internalized it and personalized it. Um, I'll give you a really silly example. Take sports, for example. Sports, a lot of times, unless you're a weird kid who does not adopt the sports team of your parents, I always find those people weird when like, you have your parents follow this one sports team and then you just decide, I'm going to do this. Oh, it's so weird. So weird. Um, so like, you know, in my family, we're from Kansas City, and so we follow Kansas City sports, right? Like if I, follow, if I were up in another city, I'd follow that city. Um, and so like it, for a long time, it was because my dad liked these teams, but there had to be a point at some point that I was like, you know what? Like, I actually do like these teams and I'm going to follow them and I'm going to dive into it. But I, in a sense, I had to make it personal. Like, it's a really silly situation or, you know, illustration. But I think it's somewhat in the case of like, there, there's got to be a turning point. There's got to be a turning point where this faith becomes my own. Like, I'm going to follow Jesus because I want to follow Jesus, not because someone has told me to follow Jesus. And so I think the question you need to ask your heart right now, if you're listening to this and you're maybe wrestling with your faith, um, all that. Um, I think, I think you need to ask, okay, like, what are the things of Christianity that I need to really solidify? Like, why do I believe that Jesus is God? Why do I believe that he died on a cross? Why do I believe that he rose again? Why do I believe in miracles? Why do I believe in baptism? Like, why do I believe that, that, that like, we can go down the list of doctrines here and, you need to find answers to them. Now, there's so many great um, uh, resources out there, goodness gracious. Um, there's some really bad ones too. So uh, there's a lot of great resources out there for these questions. And even our podcast tries to answer some of these questions um, of what are these basic tenets of the faith. Um, so you need to wrestle with this question. This is so important because what we're going to find, if you don't ask this question early on in your life, um, if you've grown up in church for a long time, if you don't ask this question, um, what, you're kicking a can down the road where eventually you're going to have to be faced with, um, um, am I going to follow Jesus because I want to, or am I going to just start turning towards other things? And here's what we found. Those who are getting into the thirties and forties who've never made their faith their own. And it was always tradition. What we're finding is that they're going to start choosing other things as opposed to church. They're going to start choosing other things as opposed to following Jesus. So they're going to choose soccer practice on Sunday morning as opposed to going to church. They're going to, they're going to choose um, turning on the TV as opposed to reading their Bible. They're going, to, they're going to start choosing these other things because you know what? Like This wasn't really my own. This is my parents' thing, but I'm going to still call myself a Christian. So I think what we found is that we got to ask just very simply, do I believe what I believe? Okay, so there's a million directions we could go after that, right? Like we could start talking about like those specific things. Now, if you want to know, like really want to ask these questions of your own heart, love to talk to you. If you're local, love to talk to you about these things. Like come, come to me and ask Adam, okay, like why do we believe Jesus rose from the dead? There's so many great answers for that. Like um, even evidences for that. In our um, men's ministry here at our church, we're going through um, a book on apologetics. <laughs> really, a defense of the faith is what apologetics is. Now, I'll probably do an episode on that. Uh, maybe I already have. I don't remember. Actually, I think I might have already done it. Who knows? I've already. This is my thirty-eighth episode, so 
I'm probably double dipping on some of this stuff, but we, we started going through this book and that's kind of what the book is. It's, it's about the doubter. It's about the skeptic. Like, okay, like, why do I believe what I believe? That sort of thing. And we're going to find good answers, um, to those questions, both logically, um, and scripturally. So I'd love to talk about that. So I think that's one question you got to ask. Why do I believe what I believe? And here's the second question. Um, so I was just going to do it on that first question, but I think the second question is important. And I heard it said, and I don't really know who I heard this, who I would, who I heard this from, but I thought it was really good. So in our culture in Iowa, we typically don't run into a lot of people who are questioning the existence of God. Now, I think there are people out there that question the existence. Don't get me wrong. Like there's plenty of people do in Iowa. Um, I just, we just don't run into them a lot. It may be in the suburbs. Um, part of the reason is because, um, we are kind of just a Christian culture, a subculture. Like we just, you know, it's that Iowa niceness. Like we go to church once or twice a year and say we're Christians, wear the cross necklace, have a cross tattoo, Bible verse on us. We know Jeremiah 29, 11. We know all these things. Um, it's just kind of in a subculture for, for us Iowans. Now, I think there is people who don't believe in God, but by far we don't. So often the question is not, do I believe God exists? But here's the question that I think you need to ask of yourself. If I believe God exists, do I believe that he has spoken? Now, think about that for a second. I believe God exists, but do I believe he has clearly spoken? Now, that might be an odd question for you to ask yourself because you're kind of like, well, yes, I do believe he's spoken, I, th I think. And maybe you're like, oh, I don't know, maybe he hasn't. Well, we would say, yes, he has absolutely spoken and he has spoken through um, through his word. We, he has spoken through scripture, Old Testament and New Testament. That is how God has spoken. So then the follow-up question that needs to be asked when you're in your 20s is, okay, if I believe God exists and I believe he has spoken, do I follow that? Like, it is such an easy question, but it is such a pivotal question we need to ask. Because I said this in the message I preached this last weekend, is that Christianity is not just mental assent, but it is it is following a person, right? Like it is not just a mental exercise of, I know this to be true, I know this to be true, I know this to be true, but it is, I believe it's true and I'm going to live for it. Like that is Christianity. And so the question when you're young and you're really wrestling through all this stuff is, do I believe that God has spoken clearly and do I follow what he has spoken? Now that's, once again, there's a lot of directions we can go in that, but that is such a, a good question you need to ask your heart and think, well, shoot, maybe I haven't. Like maybe I know who Jesus is and maybe I can answer some basic questions, but I don't follow him. Like, I don't actually do what the Bible says. And so this question, you've got you've to wrestle with it, whether you're in your teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, 100 years old. You have to answer this question, do I actually follow Jesus? Now, this was really difficult in both this message and the one I'm preaching this week um, is the, the idea centered around um, who Judas is. Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed Christ. And this is a hard word because um, the, the thing, the, 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 paint, the picture that I painted, um, I think that scripture paints, is that often we find ourselves in Judas's shoes. Now, we're not going to go betray, like, we're, like we would think, oh gosh, we're never going to do that. So what, 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 what am I saying when I say we, we are kind of, we put ourselves in Judas's shoes a lot? 
what I'm, what I mean and what I meant in, in that, in, in, in that sermon, in the message, um, and even in this coming one, we're in John, by the way, if you're curious, what I meant is you can be around Jesus, but never believe in him. Like you can be around Jesus, hear his teachings, all of it, and still not follow him. That's what Judas did. That's who Judas was. Followed Jesus for three years. Ate the same meals, drank the same drinks, sat at the same table, heard the same stories, heard the same parables. Probably could answer a lot of questions about the Bible. Probably could answer a lot of questions about who Jesus is. But never followed him. And so I think an important question that you got to ask of your heart when you are, <laughs> when you're asking these questions, really whatever age you are, um, is, is the gospel, is the Bible just things I know, but never things that I actually truly believe and follow? Such an important question. And you got to wrestle with that. Um, now, do I fully believe that mental assent, mental understanding, knowledge is important? Absolutely, I do. You got to, in order to believe something, you got to know something. So I'm not bashing knowledge. Goodness gracious, I love knowledge. I love learning. It's not what I'm bashing. The problem is when it's a, it's completely just a mental exercise, and it never makes it to your heart. Right? Like we can't, we can't do that. Right? Christ has strong, strong words for people that never followed him or were around him. Right. In Matthew seven, in my, one of my favorite passages, which is a hard passage, he's talking to that person, someone who was around Jesus, who did miracles in his name, who knew the Bible. And yet Jesus at the end of time, when they stand before him, he's going to say, I never knew you. Why? Like, how can you be around Jesus and not Jesus not know you? Well, it's, it's that you can be around Jesus and not follow Jesus, which is not what Jesus wants. He wants that knowledge to turn into belief and that belief to turn into life. And so if you're wrestling with these questions, I think that's an important place to start is how do I start following Jesus? Now, we can have that conversation offline. I'd love to talk with you about what it looks like to follow Jesus. It's very, it's simple in a sense, and it's complex in another, right? It's so simple, right? You follow who Jesus is, you, you do what he says, and um, you, you follow the way he wants you to follow, right? So, but you got to answer the question, though. You got to answer the question. If you've grown up in church, do I actually follow Jesus? Like, do, do I actually follow him on a daily basis? And he's not just a once a week, once a month, once, twice a year guy I hang out with every once and again. Do I actually follow him? So I don't know if any of those questions have resonated with you, but I find those questions uh, popping up in a lot of conversations I've been having with people lately. Um, why do I believe what I believe? If I believe God exists, has, has he spoken clearly? And if he's spoken, am I following him? Or is it just simply, yeah, I know some facts, but I don't actually follow them. So if you're listening to this and you're struggling with, with doubt, um, you're struggling with understanding the basic doctrines of Christianity and you want to know more, would you reach out to me if you're close? Would you reach out to a, a church that you're near? Um, we as pastors, we, we want to see our people grow. We want to see our people actually have that light bulb moment. There's nothing greater when someone says, wow, I get it. I finally see who Jesus is. I finally see what he wants for me in my life. I finally have found joy. I finally have found hope. So maybe that's where you're at. So reach out to somebody. Reach out to somebody you know who is strong in their faith. 
and let's have a conversation. Let's answer these questions. Um, when you are in your twenties, when you are a young adult, it is such a pivotal time in your life. You're wrestling with a lot. You're, you're stressed. You're full of anxiety. You might be uh, worried about, okay, can I do this job that I'm just started? Am I actually, am I, am I kind of, am I just, am I, am I keep my head above water and you're just feeling it. And, and listen, like there's a lot of things we wrestle with in our twenties and a lot of questions that we're asking. Um, but never think that there are not answers to these questions and never think, um, that um, the church doesn't want to answer these questions for you. We do. We want to be able to walk alongside you and answer these questions. So whether you're wrestling with whatever you're wrestling with, whether it's these questions or other questions, um, answer them. Dig deep. Let's find it out. Let's talk about it. Um, because when you are um, when you are at a, such a pivotal point in your life, you got to be able to ask the hard questions um, and find answers to them. And there are answers, um, but you got to. So just wanted to hop on and just kind of detail some of those important questions that you got to ask. And so maybe some of this resonated with you and hopefully it did. And here's how I want to end this podcast today. I want to encourage you the way that scripture encourages us is that um, at the end of the day, um, there is joy and peace found in Christ that we do have answers of why we believe what we believe. And it rests on the person of Jesus that he has come he has lived, he's died, and he rose again for us so that we might experience life. Like that is the joy that we find, that is the hope that we have, and it's solely in Christ. And I am so grateful that I asked these questions of my own heart when I did, because it has only solidified my love and my worship to Christ. All right, guys, we'll catch you next week, but in the meantime, may grace and